Okay. Welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Hello, my name is David Coker of Dave Mark Inc. I'm an entrepreneur, promoter. Um, I work with artist development and music management and also a marketing specialist. And I'm glad to be here with you guys today. Let me um, have my partner introduce himself. Yep. And uh, my name is Leonard Young. I am the founder of National Black Guide, a black media specialist. And we're excited about our first show, Dave, because we've yeah. been talking about this yes. for a while. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. We just wanted to get it out here and and get it started and hopefully um, get you people interested. And you can tell your friends and have you guys listen on a regular basis to us. So we're going to start out today just trying to you know, um, get a feel for what we're doing and trying mm -hmm. to understand um, what's going on out there in the world today. You know, I know there's a lot of shows that are like this and podcasts seem to be the rage these days, but we want to try to um, do something a little bit different and try to just um, get the pulse of not just the local area, but all over as well. So if you're listening today, we got one listener. I hope the next time we'll have <laughs> not, three. Not, not, not yet, but soon. Yeah, the next time we'll have three. <laughs> you know, right. so we want to make sure that we say something that's going to um, touch you in a way that you come back and listen to us again. Right, Lynn? Right. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we've been talking about because one of the things is, you know, we, we talk often and we talk about a lot of different topics. And I, I know... The topics you talk about are not the topics I talk about. Right. And generally the topics I talk about are not the topics you talk about. So, you know, I think with that, you know, I think it's just a good mix. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we definitely laugh a lot about. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of craziness. And, and, and keep in mind now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this out here, you know, because mm -hmm. there is, you know, I'm 61. Lynn, Lynn is uh, 25. But that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, and you notice know he didn't correct. I you notice know he didn't correct me, but it's not. But but there, you know, we have we have from one age, you know, mm -hmm. and one view of the spectrum as far as you know, um, what they call us the baby boomers, <laughs> and then we and then we got the uh, millennial Gen Xers, I mean, or, I, I, you know, I, <laughs> you know. So. I, you know, I thank you for the millennial comment. <laughs> I know like, he, he, he's sure a little bit older than the millennial, but but he's still a young guy, so mm -hmm. you know. But but we. Um, we we've always had a great connection in looking at, um, and we we agree a lot on a lot of things that are going on out there. But of course, it's good to have a different perspective and to be able to see things in a different light. So that's what we're hoping to bring to your light today. So um, so we're going to get started. Len, what were you thinking about? Um, I know you brought up something earlier. Yeah, so you know the, the the first thing, Dave. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a video of um, <clears throat> there was a pastor out of North, out of actually a Tennessee near Nashville, and at their church service, they actually there was somebody who went up to the pulpit with a gun, and the pastor actually tackled him, uh, you know, from from the pulpit, which is you know just kind of crazy. Um, you know, unfortunately, the video is not loading. So like right here, you can see him waving the gun and you can't really see. But the pastor is coming around the side. But, you know, it's just so crazy. And what it said in the article is that the person waving the gun was telling everybody to get up out of their chairs. So, like, I know a lot of people are like, you know, some of the people were still clapping. So, like, OK, like, why are they clapping? Someone's <laughs> holding a gun. So you kind of see the pastor creeping up from behind. But. Um, I, I know you're an avid churchgoer. Do you, you know, would, would your pastor do that? Well, you know, it's funny. I had heard about this, but I didn't see the video. So this, I'm seeing the video for the first time, mm -hmm. but I did read about this. And it is interesting to see the dynamics of everyone and the reaction of everyone because everyone kind of gets down after he's tackled, you yeah. know, instead of paying attention to what's going on. Um, my pastor, he, my pastor might do something like this. <laughs> you know, it's funny being my pastor from the hood. So we right. probably, you know, if we can, if we figured we could sneak up on him and without getting shot, yeah, mm -hmm. we probably would do something right. like that. But, you, you know, on the flip side, a lot of people are saying, okay, he had a gun. He was waving at the people in, in the audience. 
you know, it's one of the things where you kind of have to weigh, you know, what that right move is too. But, um, you know, luckily here, nobody was hurt. Yeah. And lucky he didn't fire because the way, when you look at the video and the way the pastor tackled him, he tackled him forward. Right. Which meant that if he had his finger on that trigger, oh yeah, it would have shot somebody. Or you know, if he had fallen, yeah, if he yeah, had fallen yeah, on something like somebody. that. But this is this is the problem with funerals and everything. This is probably somebody, and and did it say how old it? Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty six. Yep, there yeah. we go. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. It's probably a young person. Um, unfortunately, we haven't too many funerals these days where people. Um, probably have gotten mixed up in some craziness or whatever, you know, drugs, guns, whatever. And so nowadays, the funerals, you almost have to have cops at all yeah, of these funerals. you do. Uh, because of how everything is going now, because there's always a retaliation factor at a lot of these funerals. And people mm-hmm. will be sitting there waiting for a certain person oh, yeah, to walk definitely, in. Definitely. And that's it. Um, this is the world that we live in today. I know there's a local funeral home in Wilmington, where recently there was a funeral and uh, they started shooting outside the Did funeral they? home. Yeah, oh, um, wow. the Legacy Center in Wilmington. Okay, they've had that to happen um, at one of the highly publicized funerals. The funeral was mm-hmm. packed. Young kid, gang member, got shot, and you know, and um, people wait. They waited on the outside for people <laughs> to come out, and they started shooting. Wow. So fortunately, no, nobody got hurt, but. This is the world we're in nowadays. So. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is. And, you know, I think um, depending on how that person passed away, the funeral is a place where, you know, all his people are all in yeah, one spot. That's right. That's pro- right. Probably unarmed. Yeah. You know, and, and definitely probably not prepared. And if you're a person that's in, in a retaliation mood, if you think about what's going on, you don't care about what the repercussions are. If you're the person out there with the guns and whatever, you just want to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And they don't, you know, and these young people have no filter. They don't care. And, you know, they feel that they can get away with anything. So um, why not shoot up a few? Yeah. And well, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at the article here and it said the, the 26 year old who uh, had the gun claimed he was Jesus and that all churches and schools need to be shot up, mm. which is crazy. So if I was in the church and I heard something like that where I thought, okay, I may die regardless, then, you know, I definitely would have been more likely to, you know, basically, I don't know, I can, I, can we curse on here? Yeah. You gotta, I'd basically be ready to tackle his ass. Well, let me, let, me, let me tell you something. First of all, you're better than me because as soon as he started waving that gun, I would have my finger up walking out the door <laughs> and I would just like say, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. I have to use the restroom. I'll be back. But, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, know, walking out, you might have been that first target I, too. I'll take my chances. You know, so, you know, and, um, and Dave, we, we already know you're a deacon, so you could be at the it, front. It, it, does, you, it doesn't you, matter. You got a long way to the it back. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, you know, first of all, at my church, I sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I sit okay, in the now, back. I'm, now, I'm now, the very last Is there a reason? Because I, 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 I like to sit back there so I can see everything. Okay. And I want to know what's going on. I'm, I'm, I grew up in the project. <laughs> okay. And one thing I learned in the project. Never have your back to the never door. Never have your back to the door. Even in my office at work, my back is to my door at work. Mm-hmm. But I have a mirror that sits there. <laughs> And so I see everything that's going on behind me. I see everything that's going on behind me, so nobody can sneak up on me. So that I'm just that way. So, wow. so, and that's something you learn. You know, that was something we were taught as kids. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let that happen. Yeah. So. so, so I mean, clearly, I didn't grow up in the hood like that. No, so, no, no. so I'm now, but certain places I go, you know, I, I, I do also want to be aware of my surroundings. Yeah, you got to be, and I, I want to be positioned in a place where. I have some flexibility to move if something happens too. So. Well, let me let me tell you this. You know, one thing I learned um, because I play football, football and basketball, is because one of the things you have to learn is that you have to have good peripheral vision to play sports. And you were a mm-hmm. swimmer, so you know what I'm talking about. I mean, not for swimming. It, but yeah, but not for swimming. Well, no, even well, for yeah, swimming, yeah, could be because you got to know what's yeah, going on on the side of it. Right. So. One of the things that one, that made the people 
who excelled in their sports better was the fact that they knew what was going on mm-hmm. at all times. And, they, you know, it's just like being a track, track and field yeah. um, runner. You know, you don't have to you don't have to know um, whether or not you're running faster than everybody else. You just need to make sure that nobody is running a long time. And then like my favorite commercial, you know, the, the, the Red Bull commercial with mm-hmm. the lion that's coming out and there's two deers talking. And oh, the, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, I just gotta be faster than you. That's right. right. So, you know, that's the whole key. So, with these type of situations, you always have to, if you walk into a situation and it looks like you're, it, it feels a little uneasy to you, you ha- it's your responsibility to pay attention to yeah. everything, which leads us into <clears throat> our next topic mm-hmm. the astral world situation. Uh, it's a very unfortunate situation. Um, um, there's a big lawsuit, you know. Yeah, a few people, of them. A few of them going on. Uh, Travis Scott and, and Drake had both been named in these lawsuits. And believe it or not, this is the third time that Travis Scott has been named in lawsuits like this. Okay. Now, one of the people that's involved that it has a lawsuit against this whole situation is a gentleman who took his nine-year-old son i saw that tragic yeah and had him up on his shoulder at this event now the first thing i came came to mind for me was why is why is he there with a nine-year-old right, kid exactly. i mean i understand travis scott is popular and yeah and drake is too but um in a setting like that with all of those people there you know, you got to be, is that a good place for, well, for you to have a kid in? And then, of course, second of all, you know, Travis Scott has always been known for hyping up things. Mm-hmm. And that's what's gotten him in trouble in the past because right. he likes to excite their crowd. He's had people jumping off of balconies before. I mean, you know, the guy, now keep in mind, he's he's a very popular person music-wise, and, of course, we know he's hooked up with. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, he's high right now, you know, right. and, of course, you got, and you put Drake out there with him, you know, we already know how, how popular Drake is. Right. You have to have responsibility here as far as making sure that you are doing everything possible right. to, to, to ensure that the crowd stays at a certain level. Of course, you want the hypeness. <laughs> You know, you want to make sure that they're enjoying themselves, but you can't you can't take it up to that level mm-hmm. where you got them rushing the yeah, stage exactly. and all of that kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and, you know, so like a couple of things I saw and I'm just going to say unconfirmed because, <clears throat> you know, I saw it via social media. But, you know, one of them, what they were saying that there was a point in during Astroworld where he was telling people to break through the fence. You know, come through the fence. Yeah, so you that's know, right. So that's one. Was. Two, and you know, so th- th- this one kind of goes both ways. So, if I'm a performer on stage, and I'm, I'm not sure how many people, I don't know if you know how many people were actually at the event, but they, I think they said the number was. Did I read five thousand? Five thousand. Okay. Yeah. So you know, if five thousand people are there, and I'm not sure the proximity of where, you know, the people were killed or, you know, um, trampled. But, you know, can can I see the whole area? And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of playing devil advocate to Travis Scott. So, you know, I, I do agree if he saw it, then he definitely has a responsibility or maybe let's say more of a responsibility. But, you know, I'm just not sure what his visibility might have been like. Now, the one that I did think was, was a shame. Did you see the video of the girl who climbed the cameraman yes, stand? Yes, that was crazy. <clears throat> and, you know, she was trying to tell him what was going on. And he was just, you know, nonchalant to the whole situation, which is, you know, definitely crazy. So, you know, I'm I sorry. Oh, wow. 50,000. Yeah. Yes. I, I was way off. I, I know it was a five yeah. something. I so, know it's a five something. So, I mean, 50,000 is crazy. So, it's, I mean, and they said that the Houston police told him prior that there were a lot of people, you know, something could happen. And I don't know if his people didn't take the right precautions, but, uh, you know, definitely unfortunate, you know, prayers to everybody involved. 
Yes, it's it's uh, it's a sad situation, um, and I, I I actually feel bad for both sides, the entertainers and also the people who who were involved that lost lives and 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 who also got hurt because we're not you know we got people that lost lives but we also had people that got hurt. That little kid is fighting for his life right now, right. and so um, it's really a shame. Now Travis has stepped up and said that he wanted to pay for all the funerals. Um, you know, he also wanted to give all the money back for the tickets that were sold. I mean, you know, he's trying to step up and do his things. Of course, I know the PR people are probably like working hard to try to make sure that his his status and his his reputation doesn't get hurt any more than it has. And 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 he's probably going to do all of that stuff, but it's still going to cost him more money because, yeah, you know, these lawsuits are going to keep coming. And, you know, you're probably going to have some fake ones. You know, he's going he's gonna to lose a lot of money here. And Drake, Drake too, is going to lose some money. Yeah. And, I mean, I think this is Live Nation. So, live you know, Nation. Live, yeah. live Nation has a lot of money to lose. Like Yeah, they do. So Well, they're going to lose some of it. You know, they might have to borrow some money from Bezos and those type of people. So, you know. But... You know, the world we're in, this is the type of stuff that we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, you know, staying on the, you know, since we're in the entertainment realm, let's stay in the entertainment realm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I was just reading some things earlier today and I saw uh, <laughs> that Stevie J and and, and uh, our girl, Faith, Faith was... Uh, Get divorcing the faith didn't know anything about it. Did oh, you hear this? Well, I mean, so she like, found out on on Twitter. So I heard the headline. I just didn't know the story. The, apparently, he went into a courthouse and filed for um, for divorce. Wow. Faith found out on Twitter. Did this? Did so know. he posted on Twitter that he did it, or somebody uh, from the courthouse? Yeah, somebody must have posted it or whatever. But he yeah. filed. He filed for divorce, and she found out on Twitter. Now these two were just together last week, taking photos and everything, talking about how great oh, everything was. Well, photos? Um, they were at some event or whatever, and there's pictures online showing them together, and they look happy or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's out here that uh, he filed for divorce. Now apparently they were talking about how she had cheated on him a couple times, you mm -hmm. know, with younger guys, you know, back about seven months ago. But of course, that was all from. Retaliation, Jocelyn Hernandez mouth, you know. So, mm -hmm. right. so can't but, be trusted. Yeah, can't be trusted or whatever. But it's it's just amazing, you know. It, and and when you think about Faith Evans, you think about the men she's been involved with. You know, this is her second marriage. Uh, no, is it her second? Yeah, second marriage. And she, um, she, uh, of course, you know you. You figure the guys that she married, they're both character kind of guys, you know. Um, seems like she just has a hard time with dealing with the proper type of men. And, of course, she's had her issues over the years herself. So, But, you know, people nowadays, this is the type of stuff that people like to tune into. I was also looking at something on a more positive note. Um Yesterday, Missy Elliott got a star. Yeah, that, uh, that Hollywood Walk of Fame. Definitely well deserved. Definitely well deserved. <laughs> Took too long to do, <laughs> you know. But um, it was great to see that she's she's gotten her star, and I saw that LL Cool J just recently got one too. So oh, on, on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, so. th I thought you were about to say. Uh, um, LL Cool J and Jay Z being inducted to the, the oh, Rock and Roll Hall. Well, of yeah, fame. and that's that's a great honor in itself to have those two um, inducted, you know, um, into a Hollywood. I mean, into the Hall of Fame. Um, it's it's good that they're starting to recognize a lot more uh, people of color because you know the Hall of Fame for a long time they would put one of us in and then yeah. say, okay, they got one. Right, right. So, one, and, one per year. <laughs> you know, so, so, but it's just interesting that we um, definitely have that, uh, you know, as far as the uh, people of color being able to get recognized for the type of work that they do. So what are you looking at at the moment? Yeah, so right, right now I was just looking at some of the pictures. So I saw she uh, had um, Sierra. Yeah, there, Sierra was you know, with her other people. and Lizzo. Oh, yeah, Lizzo, Lizzo, yeah, yeah, Lizzo was with her and uh, helped to introduce her. Yeah, yeah. So 
actually Lizzo looked pretty good last night. Yeah. You know, so. well, you know, even just now looking at uh, Missy Elliott, she's lost a lot of weight. She made she's made a big transformation. She lost a lot yeah. of weight, and yeah. um, oh no, I, I'm actually thinking about somebody else. But yeah, I mean, Missy definitely. <clears throat> and um, so I periodically see some of her Twitter posts. Yeah. Very positive, very motivational. You know, so she's definitely not one of the people out here gossiping. You no, know, no, she keeps she she has been. Um, when you look at her career, she's never been that person that's put herself out there. You know, she's always been known for the crazy videos and so forth and so forth. But her talent was definitely undeniable. What you call? Them? Uh, the former first lady, Michelle Obama, says that Missy Elliott is her favorite of all time. Wow. You know, because she, um, I, I remember watching their carpool karaoke uh, <laughs> thing with her and Missy Elliott. Uh -huh. Michelle Obama, they must have went through like six of Missy songs. She knew every word Man. that every so song that was her. Missy on the. Oh, so she, she was, was in the car with her. Oh, so it was Michelle, Missy, and, 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 yeah, um, and, they were, and James Corden. Cor 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 and then they were playing all the Missy's. And of course, he knew all the words. There right. And so, and Michelle was right there with her. I was like, go ahead, Michelle. You know, so, but Michelle talks to how great of a person she is as well. Yeah. So, so I mean, I definitely believe very, very well deserving. So, of course, you know, Yolanda's from that area. Right. She's from Hampton, the, North the VA, the VA yeah, area. Yeah. And, you know, like one thing I can say about the VA artists, so let's say um, Timberland, mm -hmm. Morrell, Missy, even the clips. You know, their their people really support them. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. I mean, like what's a um I, I can't remember what the slogan is for VA, but um but I mean Chris Brown, I mean he's not mm. from that area, but he's close. But I mean I can say that Virginia Beach Hampton area really supports those artists. Well let me let me let me let me um, crash by saying it's not just the entertainment people too, mm. because the athletes from that area as well. Mm. The same thing happens. All the basketball players that come out of there, and 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 the DMV area. Oh yeah, they, they they're all they all are very connected in that way. So if you have, if you have a, um, so as far as the music and the and the and the athletes, especially the basketball players, they all rep each other, and they're all very close down there because I know quite a few guys from down that area, and you know Missy Elliott. Timberland, you know, those Teddy guys, Riley. Teddy Riley. Well, if yeah. you remember, you know, Legend and Legend talks about how when Aaliyah. <laughs> you said Legend? Legend. Okay, Legend. legend. I talk about it. When Aaliyah, when Aaliyah decided that she wanted to do her second album mm -hmm. and she didn't want to use R. Kelly for her second album, everybody thought she was crazy. Now, keep in mind, this is a teenager making this decision. Yeah, right. Everybody thought she was crazy because she went from being in a safe space. And Maybe. successful. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's no, a good one. Well, look, look, I I well she might have been, she might, look, some of them songs might have been about yeah, him. I we did, just didn't know. know you well, know, well so. I mean, even that, real quick, some of those songs were pretty grown for a teenager. Yeah, yeah. And and she was, you know, we have to remember, she, she was very young at that time. And, you know, when she decided that she didn't want to work with him, and that might have been her way of getting away from him. Maybe yeah. that was it. Yeah, get some space. But she actually said when they asked her, who do you got who you want to work with and who do you want to produce and, and do this next album? And she said, Well these there's these two young people down in VA, Timberland and Missy. Oh uh, I thought you were gonna say Magoo. Okay. No, no, it was Timberland and Missy. Gotcha. And they said, she said, I really want to work with them. And they said, who? Because the, the, her yeah, people they, didn't even know who they right. were. And we might not. I don't know. We Nobody, don't know no, we didn't know who they were. Yeah. I mean, they had done some stuff down in that area. And they mm -hmm. were pretty big already down in the VA area. Gotcha. But um, when she said, that's who I want. And they said, well, we got to find out who these people are. And they went and checked them out and brought them up. And she said, that's who I want to work with. And, of course, that second album. Yeah, fire, fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and actually put them on the map. Yeah, no, sure. nationally because of working with her. So, but this is you know, this is where we are as far as the uh, whole thing, as far as the entertainment um, thing. I'm gonna let me see what are, what are we gonna talk about. So I mean, we might well go into sports, and you, you're more of a sports person. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but Len, Len, Len is this guy who. 
who, you know, he's suave daddy, so he doesn't get into the whole sports thing like I do. I mean, I, I look at the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> I look at the headlines. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I know you. I know you pulled this up, but I wanted to say that I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna come back to that gotcha. because that's gonna be. I actually want to talk about that in that. Okay. <laughs> you know, in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but um, right now for us football fans. Um, you know, the NFL season is in week nine. I don't know what's happening, but um, actually going into week 10. And the season is going by in the blink of an eye. It seemed like the season just started. I don't know about you guys, but this week, I don't know, we, we have a lot of people that bet football. We have a lot of people that have fantasy, do the fantasy football and um, do the betting through the casinos and everything. Of course, you can't turn on a commercial nowadays without seeing Caesars, MGM. Mm -hmm. They got all the big names Jamie doing. Fox. They got Jamie Foxx, JB Smooth. They got everybody out there doing these commercials now. So, um, so here we are going into week 10. Week nine was really crazy because there were a lot of upsets. I don't know what everybody feels as far as that's concerned, but there is definitely uh, a trend right now. Uh, I I don't know. Well, Lynn is not. Uh, I'm gonna have to bring somebody on here to know yeah, something I mean, about some football, right. you know. So, but but it's it's really interesting because I'm, well, I'm a big Eagle fan um, because of the area I live in. You know, being Hold here. On. here say, say it again. You're a big. I'm what? a big Eagle fan. What? <laughs> oh, anyway, I, I'm a big Philadelphia Eagle fan, and. Um, you know, my partner over here is trying to play around over here trying to do something crazy. But anyway, it didn't work, so that means... Well, it, well, actually, I think it did work. Oh, okay. But, but we can't hear it. Oh, okay. So, uh, in fact, next time we need to get some... Um... Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe we need... Yeah. Okay. All right, I got it. I got it. So, but anyway, um, the Eagles lost a close one this past weekend. Uh, you know, they trying to... My boy uh, Jalen Hurts looked pretty good at quarterback this week, but he, he didn't get the ball back to be able to take him home. I know I don't know how many listeners we have um, on, or I know we're going to have later on, but uh, I'm letting you guys know. I'm letting you guys know that um, if you Dallas Cowboy fans don't listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I don't want to. Talk, I don't, I'm not trying to talk to any Dallas Cowboy fans. You know, wait, 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 they may want to tune in. Yeah, you show. might want to tune in or or tune in. <clears throat> tune in. Just don't say nothing. Okay, that's that. I, I I want you to listen, but just you know, I'm not a um, uh, cowboy fans. Oh my god! And then for our Sixer fans, and I'm not a I'm not I'm a I'm a Sixer supporter, but I'm not a Sixer fan. I'm a Laker fan. I know that's gonna I know that's gonna piss some people off, but I I am a Laker fan. So the the one thing I can say is I've known you to be a Laker fan for a long, long time. time. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> one of these fly by night people. Right. No. So you, you're not no band no, no, jumper. No, I'm not a fly by night people. So, but it's one that I really enjoy um, repping because I've been doing it ever since I was a kid. I've been a Laker fan. So, um, but. For those people that want to talk sports with us, um, and and you know, once we uh, once we really get into it, um, we definitely need to uh, definitely talk it up. I just want you to know, I'm a well-rounded sports person, so you know, you don't have to ask Lynn anything. I'm I'm here for you. Okay, all right. So I just I mean, wanted to put it, that it, out it there. Ain't that bad. Now, if you need to know about swimming, he can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, with that said, even though I'm not a, a big sports watcher, just yeah. to be on my Sundays, just be busy. Yeah, I read the headlines, and you know, like th there's certain articles I read. So yeah, but well, but but you're right. I'm I'm not gonna be doing no week nine recap. No, no. But and see, and that's me because I can go right through everything that's happened because I, you know, I'm one of these guys. I'm. You're gonna find out about the both of us. You know, we're we're pretty knowledgeable about a lot of different things, but I'm one of these guys. Like I told, I told um, Leonard before, I'm not a person. Don't put a book in front of me and tell me to read this book. I'm not going to do that. But if you're talking about a subject that I don't know anything about, or if it's something I need to know about, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make sure I research it. And so the next time we have a conversation, I will make sure I know about it. Um, uh, speaking of books, 
I saw Will Smith was in town yesterday. Yeah, I did see that too. And he, um, he <laughs> did. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. and he had a lot to say too, you know. And and it's just interesting about his story. Um, he did the thing at the Met in Philadelphia yesterday. Queen Latifah was the host. Um, Queen Latifah was the host, and it definitely was. Um, it definitely was interesting to hear a lot of the things. I went to listen to a lot of the stuff he had to say today online. And I actually, he talked about his father and his mother's relationship. I actually met his father years ago. Same here at uh, yeah. Amanda. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, a, he was a pretty interesting guy. And plus, his father used to date a friend of mine. So, oh, wow. um, okay. yeah, they dated for a long time. And so I got to, that's how I met his father was with this particular friend of mine. So, um, so to hear Will's talking about a lot of the things he's talking about now, and then of course he has the movie coming out about um, King Richard, um, where he plays the father of Serena and Venus, mm -hmm. and they're actually saying that this movie is getting great reviews. I'm sure, and he might be, you know, uh, they're talking about he, this could be his best acting um, um, move since um, since back when he did uh the pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. you know so um so there could be some buzz around this uh, i think will's in an interesting place in his life <laughs> because not, not, not by choice not by choice i i don't think but he's in an interesting place in his life when it comes to looking how he's kind of you know just his his career has come full circle mm -hmm. Um, and, and so has his private life. Yeah, yeah. His private life is really, really interesting. Uh, you know, his wife keeps his keeps things popping. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, he keeps why, Jada? Popping, you know? why is Jada doing that? But, but we don't know both sides of the story. I'm sure a lot of the stuff is coming out with Jada now. But I'm sure that Jada's been through a lot with Will. You know, because they said Will has had a lot of, um, has had a, a lot of interesting situations and tanglements with a lot of his co-stars mm -hmm. in the past and so forth. And if they really do have that open marriage that they talk about, then I'm sure they both have probably had interesting things to happen. And especially the way that um, Jada talks about how, you know, dealing with this, this whole entanglement situation right. and how she... Uh, felt in that situation with this with this August Alcina guy, um, and just being connected in that kind of way with him. So it's it's but but you know you would also think that they would have some type of agreement coming. She's been airing a lot of his business out there. Yeah, when he hasn't been sent, even with the August Alcina. Um, he didn't. He didn't bring that up to the public. No, you know that was just something. In fact, that's August brought that. That was up. August that brought it. But up. you know, just crazy. Like I, Dave, I keep not every day. I look at the headline, and it's like Jada says this, or now it's even Will. So, <clears throat> did you see the headline about Will saying that he wanted to kill his father? Yeah, yeah and that yeah. he felt that he'd yeah. probably get away with it because he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay. I almost feel like Will may be on the, the verge of like a nervous breakdown. Well, he said, well, you heard him talk about the suicide thing. You know, he yeah. he, he he wanted to commit suicide. Um, when he was 13 years old, he talked about having wanted to do that. And he said he's, if you think about it, he's had, you know, he's had to deal with his mental state. You know, he said that acting, being this, this persona, he built this persona to protect himself. Mm -hmm. So the Will right. Smith that you see was his covering. Yeah, he was almost layered away. Yeah, yeah, because he he had to. He said he wanted to protect himself, and that was his way of protecting himself by becoming this 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 person that everybody sees. You know, I, I remember reading something uh, that he said. He said because somebody asked him always. He said he always gets questioned about his relationship with jazz. With Jazzy mm -hmm. Jazz. And you know uh, Jazz, Jazz living here in Delaware. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, a coworker of mine lived right down the street. Oh, um, and he said, they said, do you ever feel bad for blowing up the way you did and leaving Jazzy Jeff behind? And he said, he always laughs when he gets that question because a lot of people think, a lot of people think that he jumped into this big stardom mm -hmm. 
and left his buddy behind. And he said, that's not the case at all. He said, Jeff has always been there. Jeff is, you know, when when they want to do music, whatever, Jeff is there. Mm -hmm. He said, like, if you ever notice, like, I might be, you know, appearing somewhere or whatever the case may be, and then Jeff will show up. It's because he's there. He's not anywhere. And he said, you know, and plus, you guys don't realize, Jeff has become a multimillionaire because he's developed turntables that almost every top DJ uses. Mm. And, and see, I think that's one thing that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> his his equipment, as far as the music, the DJing equipment, has been like some of the top selling stuff in the world. Um, in the world, and he um, um, he wanted to make sure that he wanted to make sure that we have um, knowledge of that he didn't leave Jeff behind. He wanted to make sure that people knew that Jeff chose to be where he is as far as he never wanted to be, even when he was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he didn't want to be a a star. He didn't want to, he said, I made him do that. He said, you know, that's why his character was the way that it was. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to be not. That's why you never saw him in anything other than that show, because yeah. that was that was us doing what we do. You know, so well, and, and you know, I just want to tell you a funny story on, on my part too. Is um, so I realized Jazzy. So someone told me he lived in Delaware, and um, kind of like you said, I know someone who lived in that development. They're like, yeah, Jazzy Jet lived right that house right there on the corner. Yeah, and you know, I mean, the house looked like just every other house in the neighborhood. But I ran into him because where my kids went to daycare, his kids went. So like they, I said, I literally bumped into them face to face. And, you know, <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I said, excuse me. You know, I mean, in a play way, of course. But um, for one of the events I was doing here in Delaware, I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, Jazzy Jeff is here in Delaware. I'm going to try to get him to be like a guest at our, our um, at our event. Right. So I went on his website because I would try to book him. Day, you would not believe this dude was on a full European tour for the next 18 months. He was like like Helsinki, Stockholm, Germany. Like, so you know, that's one of the things where, you know, I kind of realized, okay, we don't hear much about him. Yeah, but but, he, but I mean he's all over. Yeah. And not, not just domestically, but he's you know, over um internationally. I, I do want to say um 100 Yard Alchemist did say that he thought it was very interesting hearing about um Aaliyah, R. Kelly, the whole VA hookup, because a lot of times, you know, the media has a, a, you know, a broad coverage of it where, you know, some of the stuff we said kind of went in detail a little bit more. So, you know, I, I definitely think that's funny. Oh, Yolanda, my wife, um, the church she went to growing up was a church Teddy Riley went to. And, you know, you know, Teddy Riley, of course, was big back then. And, right. and Pharrell started going there. So, you know, I mean, they're definitely very supportive. Um, I know, of course, you know, Pharrell was, was um, supposed to do that Something in the Water Festival. Right, right. So Yolanda went to the first one. She said it was hype. Of course, they're going to do the one this year, but his uh, cousin got killed in a shooting, and he was dissatisfied with the way that the city of Virginia Beach handled the shooting, you know, just as far as uh, the, uh, maybe not the coverage of it, but just you know, the aftermath and probably the, uh, you know, the detective work part that he pulled out of Virginia Beach for the festival. And he said, you know, Virginia Beach has a, a toxic atmosphere. So, you know, of course, a lot of people were upset. I'm sure that would have brought millions of dollars to Virginia Beach, which probably could well need into this pandemic. But all the people from VA, they ride so hard for Pharrell that like, you know, do what you got to do. Wow, uh, I tell you, Pharrell, Pharrell in that VA area. Um, I know it's funny because you and I had a conversation about that that documentary he did where he made the, yeah, the, the, the music the, one, right? the choir, yeah, um, and so forth. And I was just watching that how they got that. There was a documentary for those that don't know where Pharrell's um, uncle, who's a preacher down there, um, was building a super group, a super choir. And he had all these people from the VA area, from all different walks of life, all different um, ethnic uh, ethnicities. And Pharrell 
was the producer of the show and and Pharrell, they got a chance to perform. The choir got a chance to perform with Pharrell on a tour and whatever the case may be. And they actually did an album together. Um, but it was just interesting seeing how he re how he related to all of those people and how you could see how revered he is down in that area and so forth. Um, and um, plus, for somebody to be who he is, he just seems so down to earth. He doesn't seem to let anybody um, to let anybody. Um, he doesn't feel, get himself hyped up to be bigger than what. <clears throat> You know, like some yeah. of these other celebrities. Nah, yeah, nah, you're yeah. right. You know, he still walks around. You can walk right past him on the street and not know it was him, because, you know, unless he's wearing one of those big hats. Yeah, something. and uh, 100 Yard Alchemist just said that uh, he was supposed to come down there to do something with the Boys and Girls Club, but canceled. Wow. But, I mean, you know, I'm sure his schedule's busy, and, you know, I mean... I'm, you know, I'm not saying good or bad, but you know, hopefully, well, hopefully yeah. he can make that yeah. up. But, yeah, yeah, hope. I, I'm know, pretty they, sure <laughs> that he probably. I don't know if they got a chance to talk or whatever the case may be, but hopefully, uh, you know, that's not something that he usually do because you know, all these celebrities they have a persona that they present to us. Yeah, but right. then you know, we don't know what's going on behind yeah, closed doors, door. so we, you know, I can only say, you know, from what you know we've seen of him you know, what we talk about, but the person like um, the, um, Alchemist that's talking that um, I'm sure he probably knows some other things that we don't know. So, you know, I'll, you know, but that's the world we live in nowadays with um, what we call the influencers. Yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah. Right. So then the, the one thing I can say, so my wife went to the, the first in the water, something in the water festival. Right. Yeah. Loved it. Um, I don't know why I didn't go because I was literally sat home doing nothing. We got our tickets for, you know, right after that, we got our tickets pre-sale for 2020. Of course, 2020 was canceled. So 2021, you know, I, I was excited to go down. So I'm hoping I can get my money or because they, they haven't announced where it's going to be next. Because it's supposed to be... I, I think Is it a pop-up? No, no, no. It's okay. not a pop-up, but... You know, he planned to have a Virginia Beach every year, mm -hmm. but because of, you know, his disagreements with the way the city of Virginia Beach handles stuff, you know, he, he canceled it. So, sure. all right. Well, so, I mean, long story, I'm going to need my 300 ish dollars. How much would it take? I mean, it was like $300, but I mean, it was a three day concert. Okay. And I'm like, the lineup was a top lineup. Okay. You know? In fact, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I mean, like, they definitely had, um, let's see, yeah. And to be honest, I, I think just recently was the first picture I saw of Pharrell where he didn't look as young as he normally looked. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say he was, um, it was some magazine. What did he had, uh, <laughs> Did he have a beard or something? No, nah, I mean, he, he didn't, but, you know, he just looked like he was aging. And, uh, I mean, not not in a bad way. Well, let me see. Pharrell, how old, how old is Pharrell now? Is he in his, is he 50? Or? I think he's like 80 years old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Uh, so this is yeah, so it looks like that was just from last year where they canceled it. I was, I was so trying to see. They haven't updated anything yet. Nah, I mean, shoot, they they still got Virginia Beach on here, but here you you can see all the performers: ASAP Rocky, uh, Jason Smith, Chance the Rapper, Gunna. You know, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay, Nelly, Migos, like, yeah. So, wow. I, so long story short, three hundred dollars was, was you know well worth it. Post Malone. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, eh? Yeah, okay. Usher? Yeah, man. Big money. Yeah, boy. Okay, well, hey, you know, that's <laughs> that's their loss, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, I, I know that, that place would have been packed. Yeah. And I mean, I, just like we talked about knowing your, <laughs> yeah. knowing your surroundings. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure even with this, you know, they're probably putting some precautions now that the Travis Scott incident happened and everyone's 
suing Well, them, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more. Well, that's just like the big festival we have here, <laughs> the Firefly. Fly. You know, um, that's become pretty big, too. And, we, you know, um, you know, they're getting entertainment like this coming in. Yeah. They're coming in here like that now. And, um, you know, I guess everybody's going to be taking a look at what's happened with Astroworld and, and trying to figure out how best to handle to these not type do things what they and did. not do what they did yeah. because you know it's one thing hyping up i i've been out i'm a you know i'm a promoter i do i do events for those that don't know i do a lot of different type of events or whatever and i've been in places where um the say the dj is playing music and there's a certain crowd there say you know i'm a, I'm a person of a, of an older age um um, but um, I I had to. I've been in a couple of situations where the um, where the DJ will change the music mm-hmm. based on what's in the place, yeah. you know, or who's in the place. And if it's a bunch of younger people in there, of course, you know, live DJs. If you're good, will go to the most current stuff, which is all hype music, as far as I'm concerned, because most of it has that hyped up beat to it. And they'll start playing that, and you can watch literally as you sit there. Everything change. People start jumping around. People start getting high, and you know they start singing the words to the song. A lot of the songs have, you know, a lot of different profanity in it, and you know, and and it just change. You sit there and you just like, what just happened? You know, so you go from Frank, Frankie Beverly to to to. Uh, Cardi B, Cardi B or, or Meg or, you know, one of the, one of these people. And, and, and Meg's talking about being a savage after you didn't listen to Frankie say, right. you know, <laughs> after you listened to Frankie say, um, you know, you know, he got you on your two step and everything <laughs> yeah. uh, before I let go or something like that. So but when you're in these situations and you're in a club or whatever, and you start to see the people start to to get hyped or whatever the case may be, it's really interesting as to um, the dynamics when you look at a big setting like this, like one of these type of situations where you have an outdoor concert and you got 50,000 people there, and all of a sudden you start hyping the crowd up and everybody's jumping around and whatever, and sure enough, all you got to do is step on somebody's foot. Yeah. Or spill a drink on somebody. Or spill a drink on somebody. And there's a lot going to happen. So let, let me ask you this. And this is kind of, you know, playing both sides. <clears throat> if you are an artist and you're performing somewhere and something happens in the, in the crowd, are you the artist responsible or is... If the management is separate from the artist or, you know, the management company, is that company responsible? You know, as a person that does promotions and so forth, I've kind of looked at this from a couple different perspectives. Over the years, you know, Puffy's been involved in or um, Sean Combs or whatever he calls it, Brother Love these days or whatever. Right. You know, they th- he's been involved in a couple concerts that had these type of situations to happen. There's been other people. Um, ja Rule had um, this fortune with a concert. You know, when you look at the as the artist, your job is to go out there, perform, and make sure that everybody out there is having a good time and, and is feeling what you're doing. Whatever way possible you can get yourself to do that, that's what you try to do. As the person who's the promoter, your job is to get people there. You're not worried about who's buying the tickets. You just want people to buy the tickets mm-hmm. and get people there. Your job is to sell the place out. Or to make your money, you know, to make sure that there's enough money to pay all the artists and all the people working the concert and to make sure that everybody has a good time for yourself. When you're doing all of that and you're trying to get the people to, when when you're looking at the people that, that are responsible for these type of things, I look at it as, boy, if an artist says to you, if an artist starts shouting out, we see cops out there, 
we know everything has been going on with cops all over the country. And you start saying F the cops or F the police. Yeah. Okay. What did you just do by saying that? Now you got people saying, following your lead, and they start shouting at the policemen. And what's going to happen there? There's going to be a right, problem. No, nothing good. Nothing good is going to happen. <clears throat> now, if you just say, but as the artist, if you just say, look, we're going to have a good time. I just need you guys to, to have fun listening to the music. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're just going to have a good time. You can stay in place, just, you know, dance, jump around, whatever. But please be respectful of everything that's going on right. around you. Or, you, you know, <clears throat> going to a lot of clubs when I was younger, they always say, if you want to keep this party going, then you got to act responsible because... These cops ain't playing, management's not playing, no. security's not playing. No. And no. if you act up, this party's over. I've been I've I've had, I've done parties myself where some people might have gotten out of hand. Um I I was at a party during the summer where these young people came in, got into one of the wait staff at the restaurant that we were at, and smacked the wait the the server. Male or female server? It was a male server, young guy. And the female was the one that smacked him. Wow. And, um, and just because she didn't like what he said, and she smacked him. And everybody, and that the party ended up getting shut down because of what happened at that situation. You know, not that it blew up or anything, it was just the fact that it was uncalled for. Right. You know? And so, and the, and the DJ got mad and, and blasted everybody, and they shut down the party. You gotta, you gotta be responsible. You gotta make sure that you are paying attention to everything that you need to pay attention to. So, that's my view. I mean, I, 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 you know, people who go to parties and people that are listening right now, I'm sure they have their own views on it or whatever the case may be. But that's mine. You know. Yes, I, I definitely agree. <clears throat> Where are we as far as time is concerned? Um. So we have. Let's see how to work this. So sticking on an hour, we've got about eight minutes left. Okay. All right. I wanted to jump into one other thing um, before we close out the show. And that is the whole, um, of course, we're still in a pandemic, folks. Mm -hmm. And we really, uh, now we, we're having a big thing with people who are vaccinated and not vaccinated. Um, one of these lightning rod subjects, you know, and we have to, we have to pay attention to it because the people that are out there, the athletes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so we, we just saw we had a call in, but um, this is our first episode. We're working on some of our equipment. But definitely stay tuned for the next time. But it, you put it in yeah. the chat. But if you want to type your question in, then you know we can go ahead and answer. You know, just try to make it brief and respectful, of course. Yeah, we'll give you. So um, if you can go ahead and put that out there real quick, and we'll try to answer right away. So, but what I was saying um, um, was the fact we have to make sure that we are paying attention to all the people that are falling into this thing. I was going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and what people felt about Aaron Rodgers um, misleading the NFL and his club. Mm -hmm. Man, you don't have to be a big sports fan to know about this situation, but just the fact that, you know, his, him, his fiance is a, is a person who believes in a lot of um, natural remedies and and so forth. He's a tree hugger, as people say. I was about to say. Plus, they say he was listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah, the, yeah, Joe uh, Rogan. Yeah. The, the um the the white doctor CB. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, then these people they chew on tree bark and all of that kind of stuff. So when he was asked, was he vaccinated? And he says that he was immunized. You know, <laughs> you, know you know, and and he got away with saying what he said. Now, a lot of us don't necessarily um, agree because he is a star quarterback. He was the MVP of the football NFL Football League last year. And, you know, the guy is, is great at what he does. But is he privileged to be able to say what he said because he is who he is? 
And I don't need to also mention that he is also a white male. Um, I ain't scared, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. And if that was somebody who was of African-American descent, would he be able to withstand this backlash? He's also a big part of the whole State, state Farm um, marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. They have come out and said <clears throat> they were unhappy about what's happened, but they don't plan to part ways with him. Yeah, I mean, which is crazy. Cause, yeah, cause, cause, I, I mean, know. You know, it's just one of the things where it's like when we look at the January 6th riots. Yeah. We know no black people could ever be at the Capitol building scaling the walls. So, like, even when I hear about Aaron Rodgers, I'm just like, okay, we, we know if that were... Um, you know, a black quarterback, a black player. Mm-hmm. You know, he they they they'd be um, darn near banished from the well, league. Sponsors dropped. I mean, well, let's talk. You said if that was, we got yeah. a black basketball player named Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, who who refuses to take the vaccine, and he's saying for personal and religious reasons, yeah. he refuses to take it. Did we get her? No, not yet. Um, so and. He's being, he's losing, he's being, he's staying at home. He's not um, playing with his team. His team obviously needs him. He's losing half of his salary for this year. Now, the guy makes $35 million. But he's still going to get 17. Usually donating some of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and he he does a lot in the community, you know. But yet, last week, there was a big protest outside of a basketball game. Did you see that? I did. Who did those people look like that was out there protesting? Not like us. Not like us. And did they look like some of them same people that on January 6th that was out there cutting up in D.C.? Yeah, I mean, they, they had to make America great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were only out there to support him just because they wanted to do that. So did we So we didn't get our, we didn't get our question? Uh, so I think one of the questions, they, they said, we're going to talk about Travis Scott. They said, were police at the concert, which I'm sure they were. Oh, yes. Police, from what I understand, there were definitely, um, law enforcement was definitely there. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they were prepared. And you're never, you're never yeah, really prepared yeah, for that type prepared. of situation. Plus, you know, 50,000 people, like, how do you integrate? So, I mean, ho- hopefully they had a better idea than police just on the outskirts. Like they almost have to have police, you know, at stations all throughout there. Because, I mean, even we think about if a thousand people get running, yeah, I mean, shit, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And what you call Cedric the Entertainer said in the Kings of Comedy, and I had to laugh because I've had it happen before. You know, when you're in a place and somebody starts running, you just automatically start running because, and they said, well, why are we running? And he said, I don't know, (laughs) you know, but I'm not standing around to find out. And and it's funny, that happened to me in Wilmington one time. I was at the, uh, the fire, 4th of July fireworks. Okay. And it was dark outside. And this was from one of the first years they had it there. And everyone just started running. And I had my kid with me. I'm like, come on. And then, like, we just started running. Was that at the waterfront? Yeah, was at the Tubman airport. My daughter was scared, but I couldn't even tell her why we were running. I just knew other people were running. Now, it turns out somebody had shot a gun. Oh. Yeah. Good reason. Or, or, or so, so they thought. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of the things where you see other people running. And sometimes you don't got to ask questions. No, you no. Just, well, you just go with the flow. But and, and keep in mind, it's cultural, too, because we tend to do that. We will run. You know, the other look, white folks may stand around and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you, know, you know, they want to do a full interview um, when we had the um, when we had the things going on downtown when they were riding and everything. There was a guy doing an interview. There was a white reporter doing an interview um, about what was going on on Market Street Mall when they were looting. Oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. Dark, okay. And somebody ran up to him and, and took his phone out of his hand and took off running. And he, it, <laughs> oh, I, I would have been pissed. Yeah, and you can see the interview. The thing came to an end because of it. You know, so, <laughs> you know, of course. You can see the head go like this, and they just took off. And they, you can hear them laughing as they well, run away. Just, just, just a, a black versus white thing. Someone snatched the phone out of your hand and run. What's the first thing you're doing? I'm going after my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did he do? Uh, he stood there. He, <laughs> he stood there. He was so shocked. You can, and you can hear the guy running away. And he's, he's saying what he's saying. But anyway, from what I what we can see on the clock, we're, we're coming down. Uh, 30 seconds. We, we got 30 seconds left. So we want to thank everybody that's joined into us uh, and listened to the program. And 
feel feel free to come back and listen again. We hope we said some things that were interesting and kept your now uh, kept your ear and hopefully we were knowledgeable. But we want to thank you for tuning in. Yep, I would say, but also make make sure y'all like us, follow us, bookmark us. Um, we're trying to set up our schedule now. We're gonna have some pictures and all that. Thank you for joining. Uh, and that's um, that's welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lens. All right, we out. All right, thanks. <laughs>